The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Investment advice offered through Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor. Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio Show. Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management has offices in Bend, Eugene, and John Day, serving clients from all over the Northwest. Give us a call today for your free retirement review. Now, back to the show. Think about Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio. Thanks for joining us. Uh, if you have a question or a comment for the show, give us a call at 877-670-7117. Or you can always email us by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Uh, all right, so this is a pretty – so Bill Moore, uh, for those of you who have been listening long enough, uh, started our firm in the 1960s. Uh, he's since passed – he retired a while ago and then has since passed away, unfortunately, because he was a wealth of knowledge and just a really cool guy here in Central Oregon. He was a Central Oregon character for any of you that knew him. Um, and he used to talk about, <laughs> he'd say this to clients, he would say, just drink the milk from the cow, don't eat the cow. And what he meant was you just take the dividends and you don't eat the cow, meaning the stock. Income investing. Stock. Uh, but, you know, this, he, comes, he comes from a time where yields were much higher in stocks. And so um, Josh uh, sent this to me, and it's from Peter Malouk, and he must have gotten this at a conference. But the title of the slide is Think Like a Farmer. And Josh and I think this is so appropriate for all of you out there listening. First of all, this is this is for Josh and I, our clients. First, first bullet point: Don't shout at the crops. Shouting at the crops will not do any good. You can't shout at the corn; it's not going to do any good. No. Don't blame the crop for not growing fast enough. Don't uproot crops before they've had a chance to grow. Choose the best soil, the best plants for the soil. Irrigate and fertilize. Remove the weeds. And remember, you will have good seasons and bad seasons. You can't control the weather. You can only be prepared for it. So what is that, what is that a good analogy for, right, for the stock market? Uh, you know, as Buffett said, somebody planted a tree. Somebody's sitting in the shade today because somebody planted a tree a long time ago. Uh, and that's how stocks work. Like it, it, if you aren't willing to own a stock for 10 years, you shouldn't own it for 10 minutes. And it's too many people because of the world we live in today with instant gratification and everything in our life. You think every single investment statement you get should be positive one after another. And that's just not how it works. If that's how it worked, the return in the stock market would be abysmal, right? The, the reason you get high returns for stocks is because they're volatile. And not everybody can own them. And if you're one of those people, it's good to know it uh, before you invest in the market. And so what happens in Josh and my world, and this is so predictable and it happens so often, is we'll have like a long-time client. You know, the client's been a client for a long, long, long time. And they get to their 80s or 90s and then the kids or in-laws have to take over. Um, and the the client who the original client in their 80s or 90s was a good investor, stayed in the market, understood the market, and had a lot of money because of it. And then the kids get to looking at the statements and they start to think about their uh, how much they're going to inherit, and they start to think about you know they've never been an investor in the stock market, and they start to call us and bother us, and they start to want us to do stupid things with the original part, client's money, and it makes Josh and I so unbelievably sad for the person who did the right thing for years and decades and decades. Then these buffoons come in and they try to be like, oh, I know better and you guys are idiots. And it's like, okay, well, let's talk about your mom or your dad who did it and why they have all this money and look at how much they paid for this and look at how much it is now. Uh, but, you know, they, they think the stock market. It's, so, it's so obvious when it's actually happening and they don't really understand that we get to see dozens of iterations of it play out. And that this is the only time it's going to happen to them, but you know their intentions and uh, they're so transparent. It's it's, but it is very very sad indeed. Yeah, it bums us out because you, what the, what's funny is we argue for the client to do or the in law or the kid to do the right thing, and what's ironic and we probably need to tell them these people this is that we get paid. Even if, if we move it all to bonds, we're still going to get paid. We just really want them to do the right thing. And so it's like, 
we fight this fight that probably we shouldn't be fighting anymore. I don't, I don't know. It's a, it's all a little. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely disheartening at the end of the day. Okay, so there's a a lot of our listening audience out there that is in the stage of life where they're having to take required minimum distributions. And so the ages, there's a lot of different ages now out there, uh, 70 and a half, 72 and 73. Um, so there's a lot of you out there that are having to take required minimum distributions from your IRAs. And so, you know, that money went into your IRA or 401k on a pre-tax basis. It grew tax deferred. And, and now the government says, we want to start to tax that money. And so they make you do what's called a required minimum distribution. Um, and so a lot of you know it's that time of year when if you haven't taken your RMD for short, your financial advisor is calling you or, or your asset manager, Vanguard or whatever your custodian is is sending you reminders that uh, it's time to take your required minimum distribution. And so, um, one of the options that's available to the people that are are forced to take that is something called a qualified charitable distribution. So, Josh, explain to our Listening audience, what is a qualified charitable distribution? A qualified charitable distribution mm-hmm. uh, is entails your advisor sending money directly from uh, your traditional IRA to uh, a custodian of a 501c3. So it cannot go through you. It must go. It must be sent directly to the receiving charity. But uh, if you have, a, say, a required minimum distribution of $10,000, you could send that $10,000 directly to that 501c3 charity, not through you. Uh, there would be no tax withholding. The 501c3 charity would get the full $10,000, and you would reduce you know, your ordinary income liability in that year uh, by the full amount of the gift. So for people out there that are in RMD age and are already giving money to charity uh, from after-tax money, Uh, You should definitely be doing it in the form of if you have RMDs and you're giving money to charity, just send it as a QCD and continue to give the money. The charity will get more money net of the tax liability that isn't being paid now. And you'll, of course, reduce your ordinary income tax liability. So it's a great option out there for people that are planning on gifting on a, a systematic basis. Just do it this way instead. Yeah, so the two important things that Josh mentioned is it has to be a 501c3 charity, so qualified charity by the IRS's standards. And the other part that he mentioned that's really important is it has to go directly from wherever your IRA is held. So if it's just held at Schwab or Merrill Lynch or Edward Jones or wherever your IRA is held, it has to grow directly from there to the charity's account. You can't get your hands on it or else it gets disqualified. Um, and then the other thing that's important to know uh, is that, you know, and I know this is a rarity, but there are, pe- there are people, we do have clients with really big IRAs and their required minimum distribution amounts are quite large. Um, so the maximum amount you can do in a qualified charitable distribution on an annual basis is 100000 per individual or 200000 uh, per couple. So obviously that's a, a very generous thing if you're giving away that amount of money. And then the other thing from a tax uh, tax reporting standpoint um, is uh, you, you report the QCD on your four, 1040 uh, mentioning the full charitable distribution amount. Um, and the other thing is you have to put QCD on there. And then most of the chair or all of the charities hopefully will send you a letter um, because there's no like this is how exactly how you do it. It's sort of a self-reporting um, situation. Um, and then you need to back that up with a letter from the charity. So if you send it to your church, most churches are going to send you back a letter that says, thank you very much for our, um, you, you know, your generous contri- contribution to our church for an amount of $10,000. And then they give you all of their uh, 501c3 um, charitable uh, information, the, the tax ID number and all the stuff that you need um, uh, for your tax reporting. So that if you were to get audited, uh, you could show that, yes, in fact, that you gave, gave the money. I would even maybe take it a step further to just keep the page on your statement that shows that the money went out uh, from your custodian just so you have all your bases covered. But um, a lot of you are giving money anyway. You should, if you are in the required minimum distribution phase of your life, stop giving money from your bank account and start to give a portion of your of your RMD amount. I mean, we have people, you know, their RMD might be $50,000 and they might only give two or $3,000 of their RMD to a charity, but it still makes sense because it reduces your taxable income by whatever you give to the charity. So qualified charitable distribution. If you're in the RMD stage of life, ask your advisor, if that's something you should be doing if you're charitably inclined. You know, if you don't give to charity, then don't worry about it. Just pay the taxes. Uh, but it, it is something that if you're already giving to charity or you want to give to charity, 
the charity loves it because they don't have to pay any taxes because they are, in fact, a charity. All right. If you'd like to take one of us up on a free retirement review, one of us will give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. So if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call our office to get one of those scheduled, 800-743-0988, or send us an email by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, source health plans we have an exciting announcement we're ecstatic to inform you that our customer service team is 100 percent organic as in no artificial colors no artificial flavors and absolutely no gmos unlike other companies that use own trees with all the artificial ingredients that go into those i am not sure i know how to answer that not to mention their carbon footprint despite their lack of feet our customer service team is made up of 60 percent water and the only carbon to speak of is the fact that our team is made up of carbon-based life forms. How have we managed to do this? It's simple. Surprisingly, our service team consists of people, human beings, sentient and intelligent, we might add, which is why our members will hear real live voices on the line when they call us. In a human business like health insurance, we think it just makes sense. Human service, not automated phone trees. Pacific Source Health Plans, going beyond what's required to put members first. Visit PacificSourceMembersFirst.com. The first Interstate Bank Ben Fall Festival comes to downtown Ben for three days, September 29th, 30th, and October 1st, featuring the fine artist Promenade with over 80 artists from around the West. Enjoy family fun activities, including free pumpkin painting for the kids, mask making, and the return of the wiener dog races. See the Oregon lifestyle and the harvest market featuring local growers. Art in Action Avenue is back this year. It's a live art area featuring pottery, painting, and printmaking with a steamroller. And lots of fun Oktoberfest activities from downtown retailers. Don't miss the first Interstate Bank Ben Fall Festival, September 29th, 30th, and October 1st in downtown Ben. Sponsored by Ten Barrel Wine, Bliss CBD, Avid Cider, Ben Nest, SOS Alarm. Vestment Urgent Care, Chevrolet Event, Veterinary Referral Center, Crater Lake Spirits, DIY Cake, Double Tree, Evergreen Soft Top, Leaf Guard, Liquid Death, Mount Bachelor, and Combined Communications. Dear Sharp Turns, don't spin your wheels. Toyota has more all-wheel drive sedans than any other brand, so you can bet your bottom dollar we're sharper than ever. Because we got traction, baby. No matter what kind of adventure you're headed into, we've got your back. Get a grip in the Camry all-wheel drive and hang tight with sleek style. Stay the course with the Sharp Corolla on tight, twisty corners. Or drive legendary efficiency that's all grip and no slip in the striking new Prius all-wheel drive. Looking to up your game? Turn up the traction in the elegant crown and elevate everyday driving to a curve-hugging, revved-up ride. No matter which Toyota sedan you choose, you win with plenty of traction to keep you in action. And yes, it all adds up to more all-wheel drive sedans than any other brand. Find them at Toyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Financial Focus Radio Show is online all the time via iTunes, Spotify, and Spreaker. Catch past shows online or by finding us on iTunes. Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio. Excuse me. Thanks for joining us on this beautiful weekend here in the Pacific Northwest. I know fall is coming to an end, but I'm certainly enjoying this weather. Uh, Unfortunately, the days are getting shorter, but getting closer to them getting longer again. That's how I think about Darkness. it in my small little pea brain. Darkness coming into the office is always kills, yeah. kills my eagerness for a little while. So there's two, uh, there's two, I'm looking at two Bloomberg terminal screenshots of the mortgage market, but mortgage rates uh, have surged to the highest level since 2000. The mortgage market is going deeper into a state of paralysis. The gauge of U.S. mortgage applications for home purchases fell to a 28-year low last week. I mean, the housing market is in a weird funk right now, obviously, because uh, 
there's so many people with mortgages under 3% or around the 3% number. Um, and so it's so hard, you know, there was all these people that were able to trade up and move around and, you know, they were able to essentially get a mortgage that was very similar to the one that they had. Um, but now when you think about getting rid of your ultra low payment and you're essentially subsidized by the federal government mortgage, it's hard to then go get a 7% mortgage because the affordability, I mean, you have to make so much more money uh, to afford a house, an upgrade of a house with a mortgage. And so um, the mortgage market is sort of paralysis. The only part of the housing market that's really moving nationally is the uh, new houses, like so Toll Brothers and these companies that are building new homes. And the reason for that uh, is the, the mortgage or the, the home builders are buying down the mortgage rate. So, you know, if you think about uh, Toll Brothers builds a house, and there's some margin built into that on a profit margin when they sell the house. And so uh, they're giving up some of that margin on their house to buy down the mortgage rate to, to make that house affordable. So that's the part of the market that's but, – but these companies can't do that forever, right? They're not going to be able to give up that margin forever, especially if house prices continue to come down. And so the existing home market isn't moving. The only part of the housing market that is moving is the new home market, but that's because that's being subsidized temporarily by the by the builders and i think that's going to stop and so it, it's this weird thing we're seeing in markets whether it be the stock market or the housing market this slow motion crash uh that's headed lower and it's all has to do with higher rates there's no getting around it and everybody thinks well the easiest solution you know even elon musk who makes me crazy to think about when i watch this guy uh but he's like oh, no, everybody thinks the, the easy solution is to lower rates again just Somebody out there in America thinks second level. We have this, this phenomenal. Everybody um, in this country thinks first level. Nobody ever thinks second level, and it's it's because it just makes me crazy to th that nobody thinks like, oh, what's the consequence of that? It's like, well, if you put heroin in your arm for a month, it's not going to go well for you. Well, the consequence is you got to enjoy uh, home price appreciation that was totally unrealistic. And you, now you have a couple generations of people behind you that can't participate in the, you know, the upside in the American standard of living and quality of life that you enjoyed. And so they're going to come after all of your assets with pitchforks as a result. It's <laughs> and that, an epidemic like, of first-level thinking. That's what's going to happen. Um, so uh, something happened last week, and it bums me out, but we now have uh, zero-day expiration options. So when you think about the options market, the option market was a, a, in a, a market or is a market that exists, whether it be in commodities or in the stock market. Essentially, you can buy options on anything now, but uh, it, you're making a bet on the price of something in the future. Um, but the option would expire you know, months or years down the road. Uh, we now have options that expire every single day. So you can uh, buy an option, uh, and then there's ETFs that, that are tracking this thing. And it's just – it's literally – you know, the SEC worries about the font on my email. Like I need to have the right font. Our assistants need to call themselves the right thing from a title's perspective. But the SEC is okay with this. I mean this is straight up – going to Reno or Vegas. There's no other way. Like, to think about the one-day direction of the stock market, like, come on. This is, you know, the stock market and the capital markets were, crea were created for capital formation for businesses. This, was, this is financial engineering. This is, there was no, there's no economic value being added here uh, by these things being created other than the firms that are creating them. Not a good situation. Okay. Uh, so one of the things that Josh and I see, especially when we get volatility in markets and especially when interest rates go up, we see people uh, make their 401ks uh, more conservative. And so then we see this epidemic of people that have way too conservative a portfolio in their 401k plan. And and the reason that it, it, 401k is the account you can take the most risk in, especially if you're in your accumulation phase is because remember, when you get paid, most companies pay their employees every two weeks. Every two weeks, the first thing that comes out of your paycheck is your deduction into your 401k plan. So the volatility in the stock market, every Friday that you get paid, you should hope stocks are down, right? Because you're getting paid, your money's being invested in your 401k, uh, and, you're, and you want the market to be down. And so volatility is good in something your dollar cost averaging in. And so 
as a somebody who's investing in their 401k every two weeks, you should want volatility, but it's also volatility comes from having more of your money in stocks. And what we see is the opposite. When we get volatility in markets, people say, well, I'm, I'm going to get put my money in this guaranteed account or this bond account that pays four or 5% and I'm good with that. Um, and they don't realize they're exposing themselves to interest rate risks and all these sort of things. But the account where you can afford the most risk and or volatility is your 401k. And so, you know, when you think about your asset allocation, when we think about our clients' asset allocation, let's say we have a 30, couple of 35-year-old clients or 40-year-old clients and they we're managing their money, but they also are still employed, we say, okay – we help them with our 401k allocation. We say, this is where we're going to be 100% of your money is going to be invested in stocks because volatility is going to be your friend. This is going to be the account that does the best over time, but it's also going to be the account that is the most volatile by far. Um, so if your portfolio is not growing in a meaningful way other than the contributions over time, and when I say over time, I mean years, then your portfolio is, is too conservative. The, but the big problem a lot of you have is you're investing blindly. You don't, you're investing your 401k, and you don't even know what in the heck you're doing, right? So if that is the case and you're, and you're in a Vanguard plan, um, the, Vanguard has good uh, target date funds. Just buy one that's way further out in duration, uh, and, and you'll get higher stock exposure. Uh, most In most cases, the, the, you all have way too much money in bonds or the fixed account, and you do that in a reaction to the market. Remember, pick an allocation that's appropriate and stick with it over time, and because of that dollar cost averaging, it's going to be – uh, hugely beneficial. So many people move their money straight to the bond fund when this happens. And it happens. And when I say 401k, I mean 401k, simple IRA, SEP IRA, uh, 403b, all of these things, the TSP. So people, all of you government workers, you'll move your money into the to the guaranteed fund. Um, and, and so remember, if you're too conservative over time, uh, you're your purchasing power, your portfolio is not going to grow over time. Your purchasing power is not going to uh, keep up. Um, and you're going to be really exposed to inflation. You know, inflation is probably going to be higher than average for a, quite a bit of time. And if you have a three and a half percent or three percent inflation rate for the next decade and a half, uh, and your portfolio is in a really low returning investment, you're essentially treading water. The only thing that's going to keep you ahead of inflation is to own shares of businesses, and that's by owning stocks. So, again. Everybody in your retirement plan that you're contributing to on a payroll deduction basis, when you get paid every two weeks, this is the account in the accumulation phase. You can take the most risk, remember, because it's you're investing every two weeks and volatility is your friend. You make, uh, you make that distinction between your existing allocation and also your future contributions. And during years like you saw in 2022, adjust your future contributions to be more aggressive, take advantage of the volatility, and reap the rewards later. All right, if you'd like to take one of us up on a free retirement review, we'll give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. So if you have at least uh, $500,000 of investable assets, call our office to get it scheduled, 800-743-0988, or go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. When we come back, we're going to talk about the biggest financial risk for most retirees in America. So stick around. Sign up for our e-news today. Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management delivered right to your inbox. The short five to six minute video helps you keep up with the market. You can always watch past videos on YouTube or NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com. Desert Chamber Music invites you to join us for opening night of our 16th season in Central Oregon, brought to you by German Master Tech. The first event in the HDCM Concert Series features the Central Oregon debut of the Foyer Quartet. One of the world's leading piano quartets, this international prize-winning group from Germany is a pioneer in their field. Join us immediately after the concert for our opening concert celebration. This concert is brought to you by Miller Lumber and takes place Sunday, October 8th at 3.30 p.m. at the Unitarian Universalist Fellowship of Central Oregon. Season ticket subscriptions are available until opening night and include a discount and seating in a reserve section. Details and tickets at highdesertchambermusic.com. Title sponsor 
sponsors include German Master Tech, Miller Lumber, Hayden Homes, Pine Tavern, Drew Family Dentistry, Three Graces and Company, Cascade A&E, Central Oregon Daily, and Combined Communications. High Desert Chamber Music. Come hear the music. When it comes to real estate, the agent you choose makes or breaks your home sale. Hey, it's Lars, and now more than ever before, it's vital that you have the right agent when selling or buying a home. And that's why I've been telling you for years about Jim Bertola and his team at High Desert Realty. It's no accident they consistently help families buy and sell homes all over the Bend area. Jim has an industry-leading marketing plan that gets your home in front of the most qualified buyers possible. More demand means your home sells fast, and it sells for the most money. And with Jim and his team, you have options to turn your unique situation into a success. They're going to help you negotiate getting into your new home on your terms with a timeline that doesn't leave you stuck with two mortgages. Join the thousands of happy home sellers, along with me, who trust Jim Bertola. Call Jim today at 541-312-9449 or go right to the website, teambertola.com, and start packing confidently. It takes vision to grow your business. Is your company a big success story? Be recognized by Cascade Business News. Nominations are now being accepted for the Fastest 20 2023. Recognizing the fastest growing, independent, privately owned, for-profit entities located and based in Central Oregon. Get all the details at CascadeBossNews.com. Application deadline is September 27th for the Fastest 20 2023. Sponsored by Columbia Bank and Capstone CPAs, LLC. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzi, of Rizza, a prescription-only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzi, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzi is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to SkyRizzy, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. Your doctor today about Sky Rizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit skyrizzy.com or call 1 866 SkyRizzy to learn more. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, U.S. Tax Shield can help you take back control. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Our team of tax attorneys can stop collections and get you protected. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the BBB, so call 800-466-9625. U.S. Tax Shield, 800-466-9625. Get your free retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Call us today to schedule your portfolio review, 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. Welcome back to uh, Financial Focus Radio. Thanks for joining us. My name is Tyler Simonis. That guy, he is Josh Finelli, uh, and his kids call him dad. Uh, and we are partners at Northwest Water Wealth Management here. <laughs> In the beautiful Pacific North. Is, is Matias calling you dad yet? Uh, he's trying. <laughs> he's trying. Baba. Uh, so one of the, uh, if you want to know one of the reasons we're having a problem in the housing market, another reason we're having a problem in the housing market is uh, I'm looking at a chart going back to 1900, and it's showing the amount of homes built in the United States by decade. So in the 1900s, there were 5.3 million homes built in the United States. It goes up every decade. Well, the 30s, it, it sort of plateaus. But then every single decade since then, it went up uh, and it peaked in the 2000s where in the United States we were building 27 million homes 
in the 2000, 2000 uh, through 2010. Uh, since 2010, we've only built 5.8 million homes, and so we obviously have an inventory problem. Uh, we have all the other dynamics, like houses getting way overpriced. Now we have higher mortgage rates, but we also have an inventory problem. Uh, and so all of this math, uh, you know, the housing situation can uh, sort of be cured in two ways. One, it's a <laughs> slow pain, right? Like where we just house prices trade sideways for a decade or more even, uh, where real returns in the housing market are negative. Or uh, like in the global financial crisis, we get a really sharp, steep correction in house prices. Uh, and they become affordable again because the housing market is not affordable. Uh, it is just the, the math is simple and all of you people in real estate can make all these arguments to me about cash buyers and all this stuff. But ultimately, like, you know, like Josh said, it's, it's all like gravity and the math is the math. Like it, household incomes are what they are. And now when you factor in where interest rates are, uh, the math, one or two things has to happen. It's not house prices. Can't, I guess they could keep going up and the bubble will get worse, but inevitably it'll all come crashing down. Uh, and, and like I said earlier in the show, it'd be better if Ben Bernanke uh, did that sooner rather than later, meaning we created the recession and the pain sooner rather than later because the pain will be much worse if the Band-Aid is ripped off further down the road. There's a third cure. Demographics. But the demogra- what what's that? Just... You people know, die yeah and that we we alleviate the housing shortage but you're talking time. about <laughs> we you're talking about like 20 million baby boomers dying <laughs> a year what do you mean like well i just mean like that structural shortage fixes itself it just yeah but that's the slow for, grind yeah that's the same thing that's not a, a third choice that's the same yeah, as the slow fair sign. enough but yeah the, Unless you are going to like start to euthanize people over eighty, <laughs> which I mean, I guess you're right. That is some. That is one way to do it. No, but the you when you look at it like the demographic thing, the household formation deal. Obviously, I'm watching it play out amongst my own generation. But uh, you know, people don't want to live in an apartment anymore. They want to go live in a single family house when you have kids, and that's natural. And you know, the only the only fix is more supply, uh, and it's not coming. Well, it's it's hard. I mean, more supply, but. Uh, you know, I mean, there's a lot of dynamics that are not that are headwinds for the housing market, and and you know, higher rates and lack of supply are the two biggest yeah. for sure. I mean, the demographic thing has always existed. Um, maybe it's worse now because the baby boom generation has all the money and all the wealth, and it's like, you know, they're the ones with the houses that your generation wants, and they're not parting with them because why would they? And now they have two of them, so uh, that's another issue. Uh, real quick, before we talk about the biggest uh, financial risk for most Americans, and is uh, there's a really good uh, special on, is it Netflix? The Dan Buettner uh, Live to 100 deal. Is that on Netflix? Oh, I haven't seen I it. I think it's on Netflix. Anyways, um, he is. there's a guy that looks at these uh, blue zones around the world. Oh, uh, places that you mentioned last week. Yeah, places yeah, okay. um, where five places around the world where people are living to 100 uh, in exorbitant amounts, meaning there's a really disproportionate amount of people living to 100 and they're not just living to 100 and higher they're really living they're not just existing they're living uh and those and so i would tell you to check it out on on netflix um uh but the places are sardinia sardinia in italy Icaria in greece which is really close to turkey uh nicoya in costa rica loma linda california where all the seventh day Adventists are and then okinawa in japan other places, but watch the special because it's interesting as it relates to uh, some certainly some things we're not doing in this country that we we probably should be doing. Um, but he he brought the experiment to certain places in America and it worked. He brought it to Cowtown, USA, uh, and it and it had an impact. Uh, so just just check it out. It's where's Cowtown? Cowtown, Cowtown. is Fort Worth, Texas. Oh, really? Yeah, it, it, he saved the city of Fort Worth two hundred sixty million dollars a year by bringing it there. Okay. I gotta, I gotta watch it. Yeah, you gotta watch it. It's really good. It's a, it's a, it's like five or six episodes, so you can sort of grind through it. Wait till the weather gets crappy, though. Yeah. Um. So, one of the things we talk to our clients, and so there, there's uh, two groups of people that are sort of immune from this risk. That is the really wealthy people. So you have your what's I call self-insured, and then there are the really poor people, which Medicaid will pay for. But for everybody else in the middle, almost all of you out there listening, the biggest financial risk that you have in retirement is one one or if you're a married couple one of you goes into a long-term care facility and the cost is exorbitant and so um you know we don't and, and so here's the problem 
in me bringing this up, but I just want to make people aware of it. I don't have the answer. I don't have the solution. And nobody does, but I just want people to be aware of it. And so the biggest risk when you think about, uh, you know, you have a, let's say a million and a half dollar portfolio and you have income from social security and you're fine. You have plenty of income. Uh, but let's say one of the spouse, let's say the husband, because statistically that's who's going to do it has to go into long-term care and the long-term care becomes something like 12, 15, $20,000 a month for this person's care. Uh, all of that money has to be spent, both IRAs, doesn't matter if it's the spouse, all of the money has to be spent, uh, and, the, and the spouse, the living spouse, or the spouse that's still okay, gets left with $2,000 in cash, a car, and the house, and that's it. And so um, that is a huge financial risk. Uh, that there's, you know, there used to be a solution for that, and that was to buy long-term care insurance. Uh, and so, pre-2003, long-term care policies made sense to invest in these things because the benefits uh, made sense relative to how much they cost. Since then, um, a lot of these insurance companies that issued long-term care policies um, have really been struggling, and they've been downgraded, and their credit quality has been downgraded because of these long-term care policies being so generous. Um, and so, they all had to change them dramatically, and they're not worth it anymore. And when you look at uh, the long-term policies that exist. The other thing that we've had is lots of clients that have been paying on long-term care policies for years and sometimes decades. We had a client in California that paid for 25 years on her long-term care policy, and in one year they raised her premium by 80%. She couldn't afford it anymore, and she had to let it go. And so that that's happening in droves too is that people are paying on long-term care policies, and once you let it go, it's over. Like You don't get the benefit. Sometimes you can maybe buy it to a reduced benefit, but a lot of times it just goes away. And so – that's the thing that a lot of people out there have to think about is this this giant risk that we all have, um, sort of this mass affluent group of Americans. Because, um, again, if you're poor, Medicaid uh, pays for it and you, you don't get to choose where you go. Or if you're uber rich, obviously you have enough money to pay that long-term care expense. But everybody in the middle, um, that you, you know, you're, you're – you're, insurance essentially is your investments and your income that you have. And so that is this risk that is sort of uninsurable against. And and I don't have, again, I don't have the solution to it and I don't know the, anybody that does, but you need to think about it when you think about your when you're planning for, you know, health and like in your gifting and all those sort of things. The insurance commissioners allowing those increases don't really have a choice because no, of course not. They, they see the math and, you know, they obviously don't want it to happen. But the actuaries back when they were pressing these policies never could have contemplated the extent of healthcare inflation that we've seen. Healthcare inflation and how long they're able to keep people in them. And, you know, of course, those places want to keep those people alive. So I, I don't you know, I just want people to be aware of it when you when you start to think about your risks in retirement financial risk this is probably the biggest one for a lot of you um, and I and you just need to be aware of it and make your your beneficiaries and whoever uh, handles your affairs when you can't they need to be aware of it as well but also think about it when you're thinking about maybe gifting because maybe that might reduce the amount you gift all right if you'd like to take one of us up on a free retirement view one of us will give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life your asset allocation your portfolio your estate plan whatever you want to talk about is fair game so if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call our office to get that scheduled. The number here is 800-743-0988 or send us an email by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. When we come back, we'll tackle some of your emails, so stick around. Get your free one-hour retirement review meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. Join the
the Bend Chamber for What's Brewing, responding to economic fluctuations and supply chain disruptions powered by Miller Lumber and SunWest Builders. The pandemic may be over, but disruptions linger throughout the global supply chain, impacting businesses every day. How do you respond? Come learn actionable insights from local business leaders for adapting to these disruptions and market fluctuations. What's Brewing, Thursday, September 21st at 5 p.m. at Tethero. Admission is $25 for members and $40 for non-members. Register today at bendchamber.org. At Washington Trust Bank, can't is a four-letter word. I think we should hire more people. I talk. I'm late for a meeting. I'm thinking of starting my own practice. Mm, can't do it. Too much capital. We need a warehouse. I can't imagine how we do that. We should knock that wall down and expand. Can't do it. There's always another wall beyond the wall. Washington Trust Bank. We believe you can do whatever you set your mind to, and we'll help you get there. Visit watrust.com to get started. Washington Trust Bank. Member FDIC. This is Kerwin with Mid-State Power Products in Redmond. Do you need reliable, safe, and cost-effective equipment? Kubota has you covered. See us at Mid-State Power Products and find exactly what you're looking for. Find their world-class subcompact tractors, ag tractors, RTVs, and construction equipment with matching attachments for any task. Stop into Mid-State Power Products on Highway 97 in Redmond now to get great low-rate financing on new Kubota compact tractors. Kubota tractors at Mid-State Power Products in Redmond. Did you know that the average public university student borrows $32,880 for their bachelor's degree? Many borrowers list student debt as the main barrier to buying a home, starting a business, or even retiring from their jobs. Are student loans keeping you from other goals? Between different payment plans, types of cancellation, and tax implications, we know that student debt can be confusing. Don't let that confusion keep you from addressing your debt. Our website offers resources, including frequently asked questions, links to other sites, and tips for avoiding scams. The site is updated by the Student Loan Ombuds, who also receives and attempts to resolve complaints about servicers or other issues with student loans. Take control of your financial future by addressing your student debt today. Visit the Division of Financial Regulations Student Loan Help Site at dfr.oregon.gov or call the Student Loan Ombuds at 888-877-4894. This message brought to you by the Oregon Division of Financial Regulation, the Oregon Association of Broadcasters, and this station. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, U.S. Tax Shield can help you take back control. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Our team of tax attorneys can stop collections and get you protected. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the BBB, so call 800-466-9625. U.S. Tax Shield, 800-466-9625. Ready for youthful, radiant skin at any age? Bend Dermatology's Derma Spa offers cosmetic procedures focused on restoring and maintaining the beauty of your skin. Our medical dermatology services form the foundation of our approach to cosmetic procedures, ensuring safe and effective treatments with proven results. From fillers to facials, microneedling to laser treatments, our medical professionals provide world-class patient care with state-of-the-art technology. Book appointments at bendderm.com. Derma Spa at Bend Dermatology Clinic, your trusted partner in cosmetic dermatology. your free retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Call us today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. If you want to get added to our e-newsletter list, Josh and I do a uh, video, five or six minute video in the middle and end of every month. We're going to do one on Monday. Uh, where we talk about what's going on in the markets and how that affects uh, your money, specific to our clients. But you don't have to be a client to be added to the list. So if you want to get added to our e-newsletter list, we'll send, we send that out via email every two weeks. Uh, go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. A box will pop up, and you can get added to that list. So I know it feels like maybe I'm picking on the housing market, but I, I, we talk about the housing market because, you know, I mean, we spend our time in the, in the stock market, but the housing market is ginormous. And for a lot of people, it is their biggest financial asset is their house. And so um, a lot of people are interested in, in what's going on in the housing market. But um, the math here is 80 percent 
of the mortgages that exist, according to Black Knight, uh, and this is as of July of this year, 80% of the mortgages that exist in the United States are at a 4% interest rate or lower. And so... <laughs> That isn't that isn't a, that isn't a good sign uh, for uh, people wanting to to leave a four percent mortgage unless they have to, right? So there'll still be people that you know change jobs or move across the country for whatever reason, um, but you know moving from you know Aubrey Glen to Aubrey Butte. It's just not going to happen anymore or to the to the highlands because you're you're trading up. It's just really hard to do unless you know your financial your own financial situations changes dramatically. The, the other thing that's clear and the data bears this out: the collapse in investment is like the leveraged real estate rental empires are completely empires. Over. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the mini ones you're that, talking about. That realtor that everybody knows that's leveraged uh, relentless home price appreciation over the last ten years into like six properties. Properties with that now have a cap rate of like one and a half percent, a fraction of a risk-free bond. Like, well, that, you know what hasn't happened yet is we've had we haven't had a recession where people lose their jobs and their renters can't afford to pay rent anymore, and now they're not collecting income. Yeah, and it all comes crashing down. I mean, that happened in the global financial crisis, and so I guess your generation didn't have assets then and so they don't remember that and so this is the, that's the group that my, my generation and older is gun shy and didn't do that but or did it in a much more conservative way your generation was like free money let's party and so but, they you know kept leveraging it up yeah well we all we've we've watched it we've watched it play out for sure hasn't it hasn't come crumbling down uh yet and it might not i mean no it's just Fed the, could chicken out the ability to continue levering and actually cash flow the property has completely gone away and so you know a lot of that stuff's dead it's a dead asset functionally now <laughs> well wait till the, the rent stops coming in then it's really <laughs> dead all right let's tackle some emails we got an email from tony c i think in sisters uh when the stock market has a good run i rebalance all of our investment accounts should i be doing the same thing when the markets go down uh yes definitely I, you know i rebalancing too frequently when markets do well is a really prudent risk management tactic if you're you know if you're not really comfortable with volatility or you know you you, you don't want to really fully participate in the upside of the markets, but you're comfortable with that because you also want to hedge against your downside risk. But you should most definitely be doing the same thing on the downside. Uh, that will enhance your return over time, of course, but uh, you will definitely detract from returns only employing the strategy you're doing now, which is, you know, Vanguard's data has shown pretty definitively that, you know, rebalancing at least every 18 months uh, is a prudent risk management tactic. But uh, if you're rebalancing every time the market does well, you're definitely hampering forward returns. Yeah, so I'll give you an example of when Northwest Quadrant rebalance uh, our client portfolios uh, a couple of different times. We've done it more than this, but uh, we did it uh, March 23rd, 2020. Uh, and obviously, you can remember back to March 23rd, 2020, that was when the world seemed to be changing because of COVID and the market was down 34% in 19 trading days. And so that was us rebalancing. Uh, when markets were bad, we were selling bonds and buying stocks. So we were on the downside rebalancing, uh, which turned out to be a great move. We only did it because our rules dictated. We do so not because we're geniuses. Then the flip side of that is um, in December of 2021, uh, right about a month before the market peaked, we rebalanced to sell some stocks and buy some bonds because markets had run so far. And so you know, you, you can be doing it on both sides. You just want rules about when you do it. Uh, either it's a time duration thing, like Josh said, the 18-month period, or when your allocations become so far out of whack, both on the upside and on the downside. Uh, Tony, I'd tell you on the downside, when you rebalance, it makes much more of a difference uh, in terms of your total returns, It's but it's 10 times harder to do, right? It's easy to say, oh, stocks have done really well. I think I'm going to take some chips off the table. That's an easy thing to do. What's really hard to do for most people is to say, uh, stocks are down 20 or 25%. I'm going to rebalance and buy more of them. Because remember, in every bear market that I've ever been part of, uh, everybody thinks that it's – and tells me reasons why it's going to keep going down. Nobody ever says, oh, this too shall pass. That, that's never the case. All right. Uh, we got an email from Scott W. Uh, Scott says, I've, I've always had a financial advisor. He has always invested our money in individual stocks and actively, actively is in quotes, manage mutual funds. The more I listen to your show, the more I think I should invest in index funds. Why would my, inve why would my advisor invest in active strategies? 
You want to tackle that one? Uh, why would they? Uh, you know, I mean, there's definitely like a firm belief out there that uh, you can sustainably beat the market. And there's certainly been people that have demonstrated the ability to do so. It's just like... <laughs> it's just not your advisor, Scott. The, yeah. And, you know, I mean, the other problem with people that are actually able to beat the market over time is that they deviate from the market a lot and they have tend to have really dramatic periods of underperformance uh, before they do really well. And, you know, that's called active share. But uh, that... That tendency means that most people actually can't stay invested during the really poor times. And you look back at like the 1990s and the funds that did the, did the, ten, the 10 best funds of the 1990s had dramatic drawdowns in the 2000s. And that's been no different every decade. The best performing mutual fund managers tend to do really, really poorly over the next decade. And so, you know, but it all comes back to this idea. And it's all it's usually like this sort of like. No, let's be honest. Long-standing conviction. Here's the truth of, Scott, why your advisor is doing it. It's it's perception. So, like, I remember when I started in the investment business, especially the investment advice business, it was like, well, if – if I'm not active with their portfolio and I'm not doing something that they don't think they can do, why on earth would they hire me? Why would they hire me if they can just go buy the S&P 500 and that's a no-brainer? And and for a long time, I was like, I have to try to beat the market because otherwise, why would this why would this couple hire us? And 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 that's the reason people do it. But the truth is, is we still buy index funds because we can still build a portfolio, a durable portfolio that's appropriate for our individual clients. And so there is no reason. Scott, that your advisor should be buying active strategies, you need to say, I only want to own passive strategies. And if you don't do that for me, you're fired because you can't beat the market. And, and you know that that's true over time, unless he's one of the select group of people that can. But guess what, Scott, if he's one of the select group of people that can beat the market over time, he doesn't, he's not managing your money. He's, he's, he's independently wealthy and doesn't need to worry about it. All right. That's our show this week. We appreciate you spending some time with us. Remember, buy low, sell high. We'll see you next week. listening to partners of Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management on the radio show Financial Focus. Remember, you can email or call with your questions anytime during the week. Visit northwestquadrantwealth.com for more information. See you next week on Financial Focus. Any opinions expressed herein are given in good faith and are subject to change without notice and are only correct at the stated date of issue. Past performance is not always indicative of future results. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Securities, financial instruments, or strategies mentioned may not be suitable for all investors. Prices, values, or income from an investment mentioned in this report may fall against the interest of the investor, and the investor may get back less than the amount invested. This material does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and is not intended as a recommendation of particular securities, financial instruments, or strategies to you. Before acting on any recommendation on this material, you should consider whether it's suitable for your particular circumstances and, if necessary, seek professional advice.